Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Comic Source. I'm your host, Jace. Super excited. Have uh, a creator that's returned to the show along with his artist collaborator on a new series from Pocket Watch Press. Exclusive announcement, Rise. I, I don't even know anything about it, but I'm uh, excited to learn about it from writer uh, Trevor Fernandez as Lenkowitz, as well as the um, artist Ryan Best. I'm assuming if you guys are checking us out on YouTube, uh, you can see the art there for what I'm assuming is the first issue cover. Uh, maybe this is the first traditional sort of superhero take from Pocket Watch Press, but I guess we'll find out. Uh, so, Trevor, how exciting is this, man? Your third uh, project to kick off with Pocket Watch Press. And, uh, yeah, appreciate the uh, exclusive announcement, man. Oh, dude, of course. Um, it's a pleasure. And, I mean, I, I wouldn't call this one traditional by any means. You know, I... I feel like I've stayed true to my word that I would never do indie superheroes unless I had a really original take. Um, and this story is so much more about the, the man underneath the Cape. Uh, it's, it's a lot more intimate. And I, I hope that by the time Ryan and I are done with this book that we're going to be exploring um, some pretty different themes uh, compared to what you might find in your, your everyday superhero book. And, uh, you know, because it's so intimate, because it's so character driven, um, the first task was getting a great artist who is not only a, just a great visual storyteller, but was excellent at delivering expressive faces, great character acting. And so just super stoked to be working on a project with Ryan. You know, I've, I've known him for about a year and a half now and had been trying to work something together to throw his way um, that I think that we would kill. And the time is now. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to give you a chance to practice your elevator pitch in a second, but uh, I do want to ask Ryan. Uh, first of all, Ryan, welcome to the show. Uh, great to, to meet you virtually here. Um, as Trevor mentioned, you guys have known each other for a while, a chance to finally collaborate on something. When he brought this idea and this project to you, uh, what, about the project made you think yes this is the this is the one for uh for trevor and i to finally uh work together yeah um i think like what trevor was saying it's uh just like a lot more intimate and personal and it's not just it's not just a superhero story to be a superhero story it's not just just a plot it's not just like uh the good guy if it's the bad guy it's, it's gonna be a lot deeper and um i think when we first talked about it was after heroes con this year and we're in a car and he was like throwing me some ideas and I, we just really vibed well together with it. And so I think getting to play around in the genre of superhero, but have it be about something like more deeper, more intimate, more personal is, uh, is what really drove, uh, like drew me to it. Yeah. You're, uh, I, I took a look at your Instagram page, looking at your art. It is, in that sort of traditional superhero vein, do you feel like doing something like this where it, it kind of pushes those ideas and, and kind of expands on them? Uh, and, you know, to Trevor's point earlier, gets into the guy behind the cape, so to speak. Does that give you a chance to push yourself as an artist, go beyond that traditional style and really kind of explore uh, other aspects of storytelling? Oh, for sure. Because I think um, with, with a story like this, it's a chance to like do it, do it for a reason, do it for a purpose. Um, sometimes you get hired to do jobs and you feel very like, um, production line where you're just trying to like get the pages out just so the story can be told. 
And a lot of the times the people I serve, not a lot of times, some of the times you get to work with people who are not so much like in tune with the art that you're making. They just like want it done and they want it to look like a specific way. But I feel like I've done a short story with Trevor before. And I feel like in that there was like a lot of, a lot of opportunity to kind of like delve into the characters and the panels and like make them act and get like into their thoughts and stuff. And it's always easier to draw something when you're like attached to it, when you're behind the characters and stuff like that, rather than just performing the task of just putting like pen to paper. Yeah. When you're not just a a pencil jockey. Well, uh, you guys are at Baltimore comic-con this weekend. uh, So you're going to be, Pitching a lot, I imagine, Trevor. So here's your here's your chance, man. Give us the pitch. What uh what are you going to be telling people Rises about? Yeah, I mean, you know, for once, I think I'm going to be short and sweet. And um, I don't really, believe it. I know. Well, <laughs> look at the title. It's four letters, you know. Uh, so there's a first time for everything. But um, ultimately, this is an exploration of the male ego through the Superman, through the perfect man. Um, and what we're going to be trying to explore here are these sort of trappings of what is expected of a, of a, of a man in 2023 and, and filtering that lens through somebody um, who is not only physically perfect, um, but whose powers are dependent on how he feels Uh, this character um, his powers are effectively fueled by dopaminergic releases throughout his body. So, of course, I had to throw some small degree of sci-fi into the inner workings. But um, for those of you that are in tune with with chemistry, there is actually a pretty um, sympathetic relationship between testosterone and dopamine. And so a lot of what this story is exploring isn't deconstructing the superhero it's using the superhero to deconstruct men uh, which i think is different you know it's it's uh it's a take that i'm really really proud of i'm super stoked to be working on and you know i hope i hope people will maybe come for one thing but stay for another well, we heard Ryan talk about uh, why he thought this was the, or you both really thought this project was the one to to really um, finally collaborate on something. As I mentioned, this is the third project from from Pocket Watch Press, your uh, self publishing uh, company. Um, is this something where maybe at the start of your uh, comic book creating career you maybe didn't weren't quite ready to tell this level of story, or do you feel like? you always had it in you and now it's just the time to get it out. Um, I really, I really didn't want to do indie superheroes. Uh, I was really against it because it's, it's so saturated and that's not to say that there's no value in superhero comics. That's the reason why I even read them to begin with. And I'm sure that's the case for all three of us and most people who are into the the medium. But, um, you know, the, the goal of every project is to take um, a core problem or question or expression and find the best tools of the medium and of the genre to filter that through. And for me, you know, I was, I was kind of trying to tool around with what I wanted to do post minutes to midnight, um, especially doing a project that is completely unconcerned with commerciality. And while that's never at the forefront of any storytelling decision I make, um, I know that there's a market for superheroes, but also 
I felt like there was no other way for me to tell this story uh, authentically than through the lens of a quote unquote Superman. Um, and I figured that would give me the tools to best sort of dissect uh, the themes. And so, you know, it, it's less that I didn't think I was capable of telling a story and more that uh, I don't think I wanted to tell this story two years ago, um, but I want to tell it now. You know, I, I think uh, being in my mid twenties and kind of having to lose some pretty crucial early years of my young adulthood, you know, getting thrown into the world in my mid twenties was kind of like this weird thing to traverse, especially I think as a, and, and I think both, both sexes have their own, um, have their own difficulties in 2023. And I just, I wanted to make a complicated nuanced take that wasn't argumentative, but was sort of expressive of the pressures um, that I think a lot of men are looking at now and do it in a, a non-combative way, you know, but do it in a healthy way in an interesting way. So um, yeah, that's, that's ultimately kind of where this story came from. And uh, I had wanted to work with Ryan for a while and I, I actually had three projects in my head that I was thinking about talking to him, um, talking to him about and i don't know it, it funnily enough the story also evolved a lot in between the time we first spoke in june at heroes con and even up to about a month ago where i i had a much more fleshed out take a part of it was me wanting to kind of tap into something that i think inherently has an easier market but then i realized that there were more ways for me to access that story than I thought there were upon um, getting into it. So yeah, it's, it's, it's become a project that I'm incredibly excited for us to, to bring to everybody. Yeah. It's so interesting. You know, we mentioned Ryan style, how it, it kind of has that traditional superhero look deconstructing, you know, getting into the guy behind the mask to explore those ideas and concepts that you want to explore. Uh, but, you know, in this really, really uh, aesthetically pleasing package, as it were. So, Ryan, let me ask you, when you guys first started talking about this, uh, character design, costume design, really the look of the world, kind of the tone of the story you want to tell uh, reflected in the style of the art you're going to use, were those concepts, were those things that immediately jumped into your kind of visual space in your head? And um, did it change at all from your initial uh, thoughts of how you uh, thought it would present on the page? Um, I'm not really sure yet. We haven't like gotten into like the interior art yet, but I think like whenever, whenever somebody's like, okay, we're going to do a superhero book, you're immediately faced with like a hundred years almost of superhero designs. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, how am I going to do a superhero character that is emblematic of all that history, but is also like different enough that it can stand on its own. And we went back and forth. I think I sent uh, Trevor like maybe like eight different designs and stuff uh, for the character. So I think even like jumping into that, we're like on this like balancing act of acknowledging like the superhero genre, but also trying to like be unique enough to stand out on our own. And I think like that's that's the initial like challenge uh, visually that we we had to address of jumping into this. 
Cool. Well, uh, this is going to be on Kickstarter, I'm assuming, Trevor. Like, what's the the platform? Uh, mm-hmm. When's the start date? Is it starting uh, today as you listen to this, everybody? Uh, September 8th, kicking it off uh, at Baltimore Comic Con. Give us some some details about the campaign. Yeah, absolutely. So by the time people are listening to this, the pre-launch page should be live for you to go follow. Click notify me on launch. Get yourself ready. Um, the goal is to launch the campaign, I would say, first-ish week of October, maybe top of the second. And at that rate, um, we should be at least a third of the way through the book. And the goal is to be close to completed by the time the Kickstarter is over um we've got a really really talented colorist who is pretty much prepared to get rolling from the onset so uh, luckily there doesn't seem like there's going to be too much of a delay but um the goal is to launch i believe october 6th but everybody should keep an eye on our socials for the most up-to-date information because things always change and things can be turbulent but for those of you that are listening that might be attending baltimore comic-con Uh, We actually have a limited edition print of Ryan's A cover to Rise number one um, available to be signed by myself, by Ryan and by our colorist. Only 75 of these things. And all you have to do is follow the pre-launch page to get one and be at Baltimore Comic Con. So I think it'll be a pretty cool opportunity for people to have something that is actually the most limited thing I have ever printed in my career. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, Only 75 of them. Uh, What's your table number? Where can people find you? So my table is F6. Ryan, you're H what? Pretty sure it's H35. H35. Yeah. Yeah, so you'll definitely have to stop by, uh, grab a poster. Uh, I know Ryan's got a bunch of really, really cool pre-done commissions for the show. You guys should all check out. Um, I, I can say that honestly because the first time I met Ryan was because I got a commission from him. So, yeah, uh, aside from grabbing a poster, make sure you guys go stop around but uh, and and ask any questions you might have. I mean, we're still sort of taking the early steps on the uh, on the production, but – We've got a lot mapped out. We've talked the story. We know basically everything about where we're going and we know how the story ends. So it's it's interesting because I I think in a way it's actually more fleshed out from the onset than anything else that I've ever done from the jump. So that's super exciting. Um, yeah, super stoked. How many issues are we looking at? Looking at three slightly oversized issues. So I think once all three are done, probably close to 100 pages. Cool. Uh, and I'm assuming, Ryan, that you work uh, digitally. Can you talk a little bit about your uh, your process? Yeah. So um, for interior work, I work digitally. Um, <clears throat> I don't really think there's like much to it other than I get the scripts. I'll usually uh, do some thumbnailing, uh, go back and forth with the writer on the thumbnails, make sure that we're kind of seeing eye to eye on that, and then um, jump into pencils. Since most of the time I usually do the pencils, inks, and colors, my pencils are like, I usually leave them like pretty rough because I clean everything up in the the last two steps. Mm -hmm. Um, For this comic, I'm actually really excited because I've only worked with a colorist like once or twice. So I'm really excited to kind of push push the line art a little bit further, knowing I'm not going to have to like circle back on the pages and, and do the colors for them too. 
Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to hit you up after uh, an issue or two and see how that experience is working with a, a color artist because it's, yeah, I, I know it's going to be a diff- different experience, probably a learning experience and just another kind of tool in your toolbox at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So great. Yeah. Uh, well, I know uh, on your campaigns, Trevor, you usually have a variety of covers with some fantastic cover artists. Um, so talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that and uh, any other uh, tiers or rewards that you're uh, aware of at this point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, I think the goal right now is that we're going to be launching with three covers. We will probably have some sort of stretch goal cover. I do know what the three launch covers are. Um, so we have a cover by the amazing Steph C, which is currently being worked on now. I actually just got the pencils in my email as I was setting up today at the convention, and it looks stunning. We're sort of – the cover conceptually is going to be really interesting because we're playing with uh, symbology of masculinity through – mythology uh through elements like like greek mythology specifically and using sort of artifacts from that to convey um some of the adversity that this character will be going through throughout the course of his story um and the third cover is going to be by Ivan Tao, who I know has been an absolute blockbuster cover artist. Um, I actually compositionally was inspired by this really, really beautiful um, tribute he did to Lionel Messi, funnily enough. Yeah. And that sort of that sort of um, sparked some ideas in my head. And we, we played around with some different compositional elements. And um, I believe he's going to be sketching that out this week. So really, really stoked for those. Um, you know, we we may or may not have a tier to get drawn into the book. That's something I have to talk to Ryan about. But, you know, I always feel like that's a really fun element to doing a Kickstarter project, especially considering, you know, we'll be working on it while we're campaigning. So, um, you know, you might be able to get drawn in. Obviously, we'll have a producer and executive producer credit options like I've done in the past. And, uh you know, maybe a couple of other cool opportunities just because I tend to jet set quite a bit. You know, maybe I might be in people's cities and, and do some type of fan meetup. But, um, yeah, we're we're still sort of brainstorming some of the some of the cool rewards that we want in there. Uh, a lot of traditional stuff that you guys have come to know me for, obviously, variant covers. We'll do an art print that will not be the same as what we've done for Baltimore. Um, and... Uh, my entire catalog will be available, you know, along with the Helix project and Mids to Midnight. Uh, and, and for digital readers, I think, th- especially those of you who are brand new to me are going to walk away with a steal. I think my entire digital library is going to go for 22 bucks. So it's all of the Helix project, Rise number one, and all of Minutes to Midnight. Um, I think that comes out to uh, like 260 something pages. Uh, worth of content so yeah, uh, yeah so the the name of the game for me as always is making sure that we're delivering high quality content high quality product at an affordable price you know um we're still we're still i think one of the most competitively priced books especially on the kickstarter market we will have early bird tiers as well for a for a light discount to get people in within the first three days so you're going to want to follow that pre-launch page to know when we go live so that you can get your hands on discounted copies of each of the variants. And I will also have a further discounted bundle to snag up all three. Fantastic. Uh, well, it's been great chatting with you guys. Best of luck with the campaign. Can't wait uh, to get my hands on it and check it out. 
Uh, best of luck at the con this weekend as well, everybody. Highly, highly recommend you go by these uh, the booths of these or tables of these gentlemen. Check them out. Trevor's got his stuff there for sale. Uh, Ryan's got his fantastic art, as uh, as Trevor mentioned. So as we're winding down here, uh, I'll throw it over to you, Ryan. Let everybody know where they can find you on social media if they have questions or just want to check out your art. Where's the best place? Uh, best place to find me is on Instagram, just at Ryan Best Art. Great. And Trevor, for you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Pocket Watch Press and on Twitter at P Watch Press. Um, yeah, subscribe to my Substack, which you can find in uh, my link tree via any of my social media. And keep an eye out. Go follow the pre-launch page to this book. I'm super stoked to bring it to you all. And I, I'm incredibly excited for us to show you just how damn good Ryan Best art is. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, uh, thanks, guys, again. Uh, have a great show this weekend. Uh, and to you listeners, I want to say thanks to you as well. We appreciate the support as always. And we will talk to you next time. You can find the Comic Source podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whichever podcasting app you prefer. Please tell all your friends about us, subscribe, and rate us. The ratings really help with our visibility and our ability to reach new listeners, especially five-star reviews on Apple. Also be sure to visit us at lrmonline.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover all our other great pop culture content. If you want to email us, the email address is thecomicsourceblog at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash thecomicsource. Do a search for The Comic Source on Facebook and Instagram to follow us on those social platforms. All three spots are great places to find out when we release new episodes as well as follow all our convention coverage. So once again, we want to thank everyone for listening and we'll talk to you next time.